This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic, Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like a pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in this discussion. I mostly just took like dialogue notes because there's a lot of dialogue in this minute. Yeah, I took mostly dialogue notes. And as for the silly putty, it is in the freezer. Don't well, worry. Let's check it's on being it at frozen. the end of this. Episode. It's like uh, the blob. Won't Remember how silly they... putty like crack and like I, crumble yeah, or something? With this magnetic it? kind, I I don't feel qualified to. It's not exactly silly putty. It's like magnetic slime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we uh, right, which, uh, didn't it, bounce off of things the way you were expecting. Yes, if this yeah. is live, I want to warn people. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're really working up, I'm looking at the screen. I'm talking to all the no, viewers the, at home because I, I really want to make my mm-hmm. point. No, no, right. you're doing it right. But, um, yes, you're playing with it. You're really working it around and you get distracted and let it touch anything else. It just stuck to two $1 bills that I took to the vending machines. You're like practically swallowed them. <laughs> oh, melted right on there. Couldn't mm. get it off. Ripped the bills, which I then threw in disgust and amusement, and then melted all over Holford's couch and my <laughs> leggings. And there's maybe still a piece of a dollar in the slime I salvaged. In the slime itself, yeah. So all we, over me. I'm we sticking we to got some uh, magnetic slime all over a lot of money. Actually, this is not going to... Here, I'm, I'm so, I'm so yeah, thanks to Alex Kolick for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Alex. Your slime got everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was great and a lot of fun. That's why it was so... But everybody, the situation is under control. The slime is in the freezer. <laughs> I repeat, the slime is in the freezer. Like, uh, uh, didn't they freeze the blob at the end of the blob? And that's how they got rid of the Wasn't blob. Wasn't the blob filmed like around here or something? Yeah, I think it was maybe like uh, like Phoenixville or something. Yeah, like there's, like a, the... there's like a theater where they do like the annual Blob Day, mm-hmm. and they Whoa, should do a showing of the that. blob. And then at the part, there's a part in that movie where everybody runs out of the movie theater that they are in fact watching the Ooh. movie in, and so then everyone runs out into the street. Let's go. Right. Yeah, maybe. I would do that. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like the cops might show up if you do something like that. Uh, no, they do it every year. This is yeah. like a, a very. This is like a town tradition where this is. I would do that if the police are already there and know what's up. Let me let me see if I can find the name of this town. Maybe intro us into the show, Windsor. Uh, this, this is Mystic Pizza Minute. Everyone, usually I do the intro. So this is Welcome like to Mystic Pizza Minute. Very unfamiliar. Today we are on minute seventy-two. I'm John Windsor. I'm David Holford. And I'm Stevie Spitz. Welcome back, Stevie. I'm looking up Blobfest at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, PA. Phoenixville, I was right. Yeah, good job. I've been and to what day of the year is it? Oh, uh, let's see. July 13th through 15th. Going. Mm. Yeah, that'll be fun. Ask off. Hey, you guys want to go to Blobfest? Yep. For sure. Marked it. I would totally go to Blobfest. I think I'm on board now. We, we can go around the crowd there and be like, hey, if you like movies, yeah. like the Blob, you're going to love Mr. Pizza <laughs> 
<laughs> this podcast we do about Mystic Pizza. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, like the Phoenixville Theater, except for Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should try to start an event in Connecticut about Mystic Pizza. Like, everybody goes to the planetarium. And then everybody runs out of the pizzeria at the, at the part of the movie where they all run out of the pizzeria. No, the planetarium. <laughs> for sure. They're like, ah, the stars. This is uh, minute 72. Uh, so what happens in this minute, Windsor? Uh, well, there's a lot of dialogue in this minute. So Kat just showed up to Mr. Pizza late to tell Daisy that she was sorry. And Daisy's still mopping the floor. Kat says to her, I'm sorry, I didn't show up. And then she starts, like, restocking the napkins. Mm-hmm. A lot like JoJo did in, like, a couple scenes before this. Mm-hmm. Like, she showed up all nervous to Mr. Pizza and started restocking the napkins. It's kind of like that in reverse. Like, yeah. she was there before her shift. Oh, you're right. And then Daisy is here after her shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the polar opposite of what uh, JoJo was doing. Because, um, what's her name? Daisy. She's still ignoring uh, Kat, even though she said she was sorry. So she says it, like, louder. She says, like, I said I was sorry. And then she goes, why are you being such a bitch about it? Yeah, and we were all like, ooh. ooh. And then there is a long silence. Yeah. Yeah, and, she re- and Daisy lies. says, like, uh, yeah, I'm the bitch. You're the angel. They should stamp it on her birth certificates, you know? Yep, like, that's about the gist of it. That's about what I wrote down as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think there might have been a middle line in there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have just like written down this nah, nah, whole nah, nah. like uh, spiel right here, or at least I uh, looked up the script for it because I only wrote down a couple lines of dialogue. And uh, you know, so Cat has been at Tim's. She explains to Daisy, and Daisy's like, "What do you guys do anyway?" Talking about Cat and Tim, and then she's like, uh, "Like Dad boffing the babysitter is a little like played out." Yeah, she's like, like it's, it's a really a, it's old a story. Tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. It's a tale as old as time, and what she calls it as uh, old as time. And she calls it pathetic. Mm-hmm. And then Cat says, to "Daisy." For this episode, by the way. Cat <laughs> says to Daisy, "Daddy boffing a beast boffing tale." Cat mm-hmm. says to Daisy, "We talk, we read, we listen to Mozart sometimes," and that's the end of the minute, right? I think that was about it. Yeah. So, oh, but she also Daisy. I'm not sure if this was in your version. Daisy says that Kat knew that she was supposed to go on a date this evening. Right, and then, yeah, so do you think she actually forgot? Because I can't tell. Not knowing much about her By the look on her face, because I was paying attention to facial expressions this time around. Oh, yeah. It's always uh, a good idea. By the look on Kat's face, uh, she knew, but she forgot that Daisy uh, had a date that night. Mm. So... Yeah, it was, like, the first time she thought about it since, yeah. like, you know, last week when she heard about it. She looked suitably ashamed by the revelation. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, I'm sorry, like, I didn't know, totally forgot, and, um... And what's the big deal? Like, because, like, you know, I pick up shifts for you all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which is not cool, still. You know, no, I, you should have at least called and asked. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, I don't know, pretty inconsiderate of her, I would say. Yes. It was pretty inconsiderate of her. Cat, Cat messed up this scene, you know. She hasn't. Has Cat done like a whole lot of messing up? Uh, not especially. Not especially. She's you know she's a good babysitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she working all these jobs. Unsuccessfully uh, tried to distract Daisy from looking in the window in that one scene. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, right. to me, it's super cringe that she's hanging out with this daddy boff. Yeah, and why is that? Well, cringe because they're married, and mm. like, just mm-hmm. come on, like you, 
You can't think that that's a very. She's probably like eighteen. Like the fact that she she might be seventeen. Yeah, Yeah. come on. Then you would know that that man is a scum. Yeah, for sure. Well, see, I'm not a hundred percent sure that he has romantic intentions towards her. I think it might be pretty. It's just not. It's not appropriate. Yeah, it's mostly one sided. I think he does like a little bit. Like he's into the idea. Like appreciates the attention and whatever. Mm -hmm. You know. I can't believe that. We're doing the daddy boffing minutes. It is. It truly is a tale as old as time. <laughs> the Nanny Diaries movie, uh-huh. Scarlett Johansson. That's Didn't a major major plot. Po- we should do that one as our next podcast. <laughs> no, it's a, it's pretty grating. But um, there's a lot of shrill child and a rich parent. I, it makes me upset. But yeah, she calls it daddy boffing. What Cat uh, and Tim Travers are doing. Now, I, I think it's more specifically just boffing because she says "daddy boffing the babysitter," mm-hmm. but I, you know, "daddy boffing" really sticks. Uh, it really does. It's just the verb, so it's like it just rolls they, off the tongue. They so boffed in the bathroom. Daddy, using daddy a boffing. Sentence. Sounds like a really good band name. Daddy boffing. Dad now, boffing, of course, is a uh, Portuguese word for uh, for <laughs> blinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is the Portuguese narrative in this movie that? It hasn't come up in the two minutes that I've watched. Yeah, so, okay, you're the second person that brought up the Portuguese thing. Like, I have not seen the trailer of this movie. They did play the it up in the trailer. Play up, it played yeah, up the Portuguese Yeah, they, they mentioned it at least twice. And then when they we did, did the cursory overview, we was this a, was this a, it once or twice, maybe. Was this a uh, trailer that was made contemporary to the actual movie? Did you get the impression? No, I think it was for the release. Okay, so I'm wondering if maybe this, this this trailer, could this trailer be a more recent invention? Because maybe it was trying to capitalize on the success of my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do they, like, re, they remake trailers since, to get uh, interested in old movies? Since Mystic Pizza came Absolutely, out. Yeah, there might be like 10 official trailers But where trailers are they advertising? It, right? Just I don't know. For the people that are <laughs> probably on like other video releases. Yeah. You know? Just bringing up the movie again. Advertising old movies <laughs> Have you forgot? Go to well, Blockbuster. Remember when you would get like a VHS? Maybe it was for an anniversary or something. It was like the 20th anniversary <laughs> of Mystic Pizza. Is there an anniversary Pizza. edition? Oh, <laughs> uh, this year is uh, Mystic Pizza's 30th anniversary, right? Happy birthday, Mystic Pizza. Happy birthday, Mystic Pizza. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we should try to like kickstart some kind of like 30 year anniversary event. You know? Yeah, do you like, think we're the best? Uh, we're, we're in the, the best position to do that. You think? I I think we are in the best position to do that. Maybe we should, should we contact for... some people from the pizzeria, possibly. Maybe, maybe we should uh, release a bunch is of the VHSs. Still there? The pizzeria is indeed still there. In fact, mm. they have a second location, and they have a line of frozen pizzas that you can buy in your local grocery section. Uh, that's local a grocer. Chef Gusto move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is oh, the yeah. pizza any good? I don't I, know. We had a guest on. Once who went, Caitlin went. Right? Yeah, she said that it was good. Yeah, I think. yeah, I think she said it was good. But, you know, but she's from around here. Yeah. I think most pizza is pretty good. Yeah, I always tell that to my customers. Like, which I guess, like in my mind, it's kind of a good sell. Like, if people ask us how good our pizza is, I'm like, just people like, people regularly come in and they're like, "Yo, buddy." Yeah, yeah, they come in and they're <laughs> like, is hey, this, "Just you know, on the level here, how's the pizza?" Here? <laughs> uh, and I'm good? like, my answer is, it's good. I'm just like, it's not the best, it's not the worst, it um, is pizza. It used to be kind of the best pizza in the area, I thought, back in it's, the day. It's good. It's like in the top three in the area, I would say, still. Yeah. But, um, you know, pizza's just pizza. Like, it's different than all the other pizza places. That's There's what you can say pizza, about any though. pizza place. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. There that is some expect. bad pizza, but I would still eat it. The sauce is sweet, the crust mm. is doughy, and also just, like, I th- it's still flour. I think so I've now. mentioned this on the show before, but have you ever heard of Scranton Pizza? 
Mm-hmm. The Scranton From people. Scranton. Mm-hmm. They have, like... Alfredo's or Alfredo's Pizza Cafe? Oh, I have no idea. Why? Have you been up and spent some time <laughs> Those in Scranton? Are the, the two places they debate on ordering from in the office all the time. Oh, I have really seen much oh, of that yeah. show. <laughs> I actually saw that the other day. Oh, I wonder if they eat uh, that style of pizza in that show, though. Did it have slices of American cheese on it? Because that's the defining characteristic oh. of, uh, of a square pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. I think Just we mentioned yellow that yellow squares of cheese. Oh dear! On top of the craft singles. Yeah. yeah, basically craft no singles. No way! On top of yeah. your your regular. Meats. I stink on top of the regular I stuff. Sure I'm not really so. sure. We've uh, we have some pizza that we put American cheese on, mostly it's like, a like the uh, cheesesteak pizza. And uh, American cheese turns black when you put it in the oven. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I made toasted cheese bagels and stuff before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The black it's cheese like is that. actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that black cheese. But American cheese in the oven is pretty good. Yeah. That's what you should do with American cheese, I think. Melted. Melted. It should be until melted. It's black. So did anyone have any specific notes? Or <laughs> I took none. Um, um, it's a good scene. Um, there's a lot of dialogue. Uh, Kat's doing some half-crying acting right here. Is That's, she? That's uh, pretty good. Really? They're all acting the scene really well. She's yeah, but yeah, it was to just look more sorry. The notes that I wrote down were the words that they were saying, so I couldn't really like like there wasn't much research to, or research to be done in this episode because they're not mentioned anything new. There's no new setting. They're in Mystic Pizza. Uh, this is this is some pre, pre, uh, pretty regular old business. Yep, yep, I would agree. Who do we think won the minute though? Of uh, there's only really two characters in it, so. You think Daisy? Oh my gosh, yes. Why is that? She has a right to be angry. Uh-huh. She's calling her out on her shit with this guy. Like, I feel in her... I'm Team Daisy in this um, argument. Mm-hmm. I'll defend her um, emotional regulation mm-hmm. because she takes a long time to speak. You know, like, I would be really pissed. You know, this is my sister. You can only get mad at someone the way you can get mad at a sibling. Oh, and yeah. she just That's true. really fucked up, and it's for a shitty reason. She took forever to say sorry, and then she called me a bitch. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Kat may have had and some she's more... still mopping. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kat may have had like some more points going for her because she is showing up and saying that she's sorry, but then she calls her a bitch. Like, oh yeah, like, uh, she really showed up all too Not even halfway through she the minute. She showed up on her knees, like groveling. Yeah, that was like, like a... actually. See that working? There was an attack. Oh, is, is that I, is that one of the things I only read? <laughs> uh, that I have many. I said grovel. No, is it's, it grovel? It's grovel. Okay. Sorry, I just have like an ear Thank for you. noticing no, like little please, mispronunciations. Um, I, I'm glad because I'm they sure... They say that people that mispronounce words are actually intelligent because it means that they're reading words that are more advanced than the people that they regularly speak with. Yeah, use. they yeah, know how they should be well, pronounced. Well, that is true. As that, opposed no one... to uh, where they're like regionally from. But, yeah, <laughs> usually I just haven't heard Can you say them. that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> they know how they're pronounced yeah, phonetically. Instead of how they're pronounced, like from the region. That yeah, came I've from, only you know? said it in my head. I see. Or it's I like said it other times, and no one has called me out. Like a different kind of accent. But I, I'm always. I'm sure I'm wanting to know. Those. Like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the the point here is that I didn't really take some. <laughs> I didn't really take great notes on this <laughs> on this episode. Here's something I noticed. <laughs> I didn't write it down or anything, but like, there's something very theatrical about this scene, and I mean that in the sense of like the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, you can mm-hmm. almost picture this being on a stage. Maybe it's the lighting. I in think it or I was, something. That's funny. I was about to say, just yeah, looking really, at the uh, still that's even up there right now, it's like a, a um, it's common to have a two-person 
conversation conversation no one else around and this is very much a set mm-hmm. like it's kind of like boxed in here yeah and, and, and it's like, like the lights are kind of almost just on them for yeah. the most part you know there's a little bit of like light coming out of the, the set dressing and stuff yeah it's like when you dim the lights down the lights that are on kind of become spotlights mm-hmm. and it's like the end of the night at this restaurant so the lights are real dim so yeah it definitely looks a lot more theatrical it's like, yeah um, I definitely get the impression that like you know, there's not a lot of, like, straight-up shots in this movie. Mm-hmm. But if they did have one, there would just be, like, studio lights on top of this uh, mm-hmm. this set. For right. sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, too. Alright. But, uh, I like this minute. It was a good one. Yeah. I, I, it makes me really want to get to the end of this conversation. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of... There's been a lot of, like, little dramatic, you know, monologuing slash dialogue kind of stuff in the recent minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of slow conversation. Like, I guess this is kind of like the rising action, kind of like before the climax, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the cl- You think maybe, maybe all three stories will be settled like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> like, it'll all happen within like five minutes of each other. You're like, well, all right, uh, that one's tied up, and now this one's tied up, and uh, yeah. that one. <laughs> and now we just pizza party. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just... It's like a long goodbye at the end of the movie. Will it's she just get like the, the rest of Lord of the Rings movie. Who here thinks that this movie is going to end in a pizza party? I think it'll end in some kind of party. I some think kind pizza of party. will be featured. Will there be a celebration in the last scene? Yeah, I um, think probably the wedding, right? Probably the wedding, right? Like, because it opened on a wedding, and then they didn't successfully uh-huh. get married, and so... Like, dramatically, <laughs> it makes sense for this movie to end with them actually getting married. So think. you think that there's going to be another wedding scene? Yeah, I mean, it just it makes too much sense from a, like, a, I don't know, it seems really obvious. Plot-wise, right. do you think they're going to get married? Jojo yeah. and Bill? Jojo yeah. and Bill are, like, meant to be together. Yeah, I think that they're going to get married. They're, like, perfect. It's going to be interesting to see the next wedding scene, because it's, you know, I think a year later or something. They're the only ones that are guaranteed to come out of this in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um... I think Daisy and Charlie probably make it. Daisy know. and Charlie could definitely But they're pretty make casual. They're not going to get married right now. Right. And I don't see I don't see this thing with Kat and Tim Travers working out cuz she's got like college to go. Tim Travers the mm-hmm. the dad? Mhm. No, that's not working out. No, that's you're right. definitely not working that's out. Not- I see um Cat is about to like like her plane is about to like crash into a mountain. I'm yeah, sure. she's waking up. You know, she's about to learn like a harsh lesson because uh where like, is this her wife? life was going really well because, like, she you know, she has three jobs. She can organize things. Like, uh, you know, she's going to school and all that. Sorry. She's like really smart, but like uh, none of her uh, decisions thus far in her life have been like too emotional. You know, so now she's entering in on some emotional situations. Yeah, this is like new for her, and she's screwing it all up. Yeah, she's not handling it well at all. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so that's uh, interesting about Cat's arc. She's book smart. She's book smart. She's not, um... So does she smart. like this, um, I wouldn't say street smart, but sure. <laughs> Tim like, Travers, because she feels like she is an intellectual, and he's taking her seriously. They're doing cultured intellectual I things. I really mm. think that, like... I, I think they both are getting something slightly different, but related. Uh, I'm sure I've probably tread this, this territory a little bit before, but, like, for, for him, what he's getting out of the relationship is, like the flattery of it and also the he's like living through her vicariously a little bit because she's like on the beginning of her college journey and he's like he feels like he settled down too early and she's making him feel young and desirable again right Mm -hmm. and then on the other hand she is like seeing in him what she really wants for herself actually Mm -hmm. but she's like 
like well, that's what displacing she was... it onto another person yeah. in like this weird way. Yeah, well, that's what she initially liked about Tim Travers. Like he's into all the same stuff that I'm into. He's where I want to be when I'm his age. But then uh, that's only the first part of it. Then she steps forward in like a more emotional way. Plus, it's kind of like. You know, with the mom away, and he's, like, paying her to... The mom is away? Is that it? Yeah, she's been off, like, doing business in Europe. And I I think it was also implied that they were kind of on the splits at one point, but, like, Mm -hmm. it kind of worked itself out somehow, like, off-camera. Okay. Um, But... Nikki uh, Travers. Oh, where was I going with this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh, right, right, no. It's kind of like she's, like, a very literal surrogate mother here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the mom's away, so she's being hired to be the mom. Oh dear gosh! Yeah, I, and uh, I was a the, nanny. Yeah, to, uh, for years of my life, chunks of my life, I have been the surrogate mom. And these dads, they're all well. The two jobs, the one, the my first job is a little sixteen-month-old baby. The dad worked in an office upstairs, about half the time, and the other half of the time would be traveling. Mm-hmm. And they they had mad money. Mom was a doctor in Penn. And he, he was, like, always on the phone upstairs. And he would come down and just, like, I would be trying to feed him lunch or get him ready for a nap. Things are going smoothly. And then he would make his big dad entrance, like, I'm going to be the fun dad and say hi to the baby. And always just fuck up what we were doing. Uh, and then he would go back upstairs, like, five minutes later, because that's about the level of tolerance that some parents have for their kids. Like, the parents that hire nannies. Mm-hmm. They get home from work and they're like, oh, you're so cute and happy to see me. And then they try to put the baby to bed immediately because they're like, all right, because I'm about to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I paid to have this handled from that. Mm-hmm. And then architect nanny dad mm-hmm. in D.C. this past summer mm-hmm. in an office upstairs. And like, yeah, how are you going to have a thing for your nanny? Like, they're taking care of your child that you had with a, with the lady that is still... In the picture here, where was, where was the lady in your cat situation? She was also an architect, but she had an <laughs> office in downtown in DC. And this schmuck works out of the house, mm-hmm. but only for the beginning of the summer because then he tried to put moves on me mm-hmm. while the baby was napping. Uh, um. All right, I finished. Was the baby in the room? We can. Um, <laughs> here, no. I put him down for a nap. He's sleeping. I clean all their shit because they also had me clean their entire house. Like, that's supposed to be my break. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm going to sit down, and I was writing in my notebook, and Dad comes downstairs and tries to make small talk. This is, like, my first week there, and he had been doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about how I need to get a new notebook, and he was like, oh, I have a lot of notebooks up in my office. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, do they have lines? Because I... I wanted to veto the, the conversation. Right. Hoping for lines. Yes, they have lines. Oh, I don't like line notebooks. No thanks. When he comes down and he gives me a York peppermint patty, like like you're luring someone from a van. Like, <laughs> I'm going to butter them up with a little chocolate bite. Yeah, these, something, are, uh, like, so... these are from the desk in my office. Yes. Well, like, you know, we're, we're in the midst of this, like, Me Too movement, and, like, I haven't heard from a lot of nannies, but I have to imagine that that's, like, a, like a major... He could have just uh, gone upstairs and got me the notebook. Come upstairs. Okay, you you know you have to think of it from my perspective as like he's paying me 
Like, he's my boss. I'm employed for this family. I go there with such a level of, like, I'm taking their child. Mm-hmm. I'm taking care of them. You know, and I, I was there from, like, 7.30 in the morning to 6 at night every day. Like, you're part of the family. You're, you're folding their laundry. Right. So, like, I follow him up the steps to his office, and he's reaching around for the notebook and, like, dilly-dallying, like, fumbling with his keys in that respect. Mm-hmm. And comes up behind me. Puts his hand, like, on my back as if he needs to get by. Oh, no. And I'm like, this is dumb. This is really silly. Oh, no. And I'm, you know, like, internally shaking my head, like, this is the worst. Why, why am I up there? He goes, gets a notebook off the shelf, like, goes to give it to me. He's, like, standing this close to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a high five away, but my elbow is bent. <laughs> and, um... Nice visual description. Thank you. <laughs> and he goes... He goes He's a Turkish accent. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says... Do your best Turkish. I got not, a little excited there for No a way. <laughs> I, I started thinking, like, Count Dracula voice. Um, do it in a Count Dracula I'm voice. I'm not doing it. I hate this do it like story. like the Count. No. He asks if I'm wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. And I said, one. Um... And I was, Are you wearing makeup? <laughs> no, I said, yeah, I have a little. Excuse and then me. <laughs> he's like leaning in, eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And I obviously oh, my no. eyes are open because if there's some sort of like implied kiss going on, maybe you both close your eyes, but I'm watching this man come down, eyes closed. <laughs> His eyes are closed. Kisses my face. I'm like <clears throat> mid turn around. Uh-huh. Push him away. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because oh, I'm a first no. week. Yeah. But I, had, I, I didn't even freak out because... I was like, nope, no, no. I, I was like, we're, we're cool. I just started saying, we're cool. We're mm-hmm. friends. And um, I was like backing down the steps and I just went downstairs. And then I walked around DC, like sobbing on the phone to my mom. Uh, oh no. What should I do? I love this job. It was like right. the ultimate job. And you were in town just for this job. No, I had been working at a, oh, okay, a okay. pizza cafe. Oh, sure. Not pizza, coffee. Oh, really? You're like... In this movie, practically. Yeah, this is why. Yeah, this, this, uh, this is a minute I'm doing. This is a this is a Mystic Pizza moment, is what we call it this is. on the show. Mm-hmm. So you definitely had a Mystic Pizza. Daddy moment. boffing the babysitter. Daddy boffing the babysitter. I made that fool get yeah, his own like office. Just like Catherine Arugia. And he had to text me if he ever had to come in the house so we mm-hmm. could be out of there. I kept the job. Oh, well, told his wife because I respect. <gasps> yeah. I respect her, and if she's gonna have to deal with that the rest of their marriage with your young child, I told mm-hmm. her. That's and badass. said, you have to pay for your office now. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then you're going to pay me at the end of every week. Thank you, sir. There but you now, go. Daddy boffing the babysitter. That is so ridiculous. Why don't you just go on Craigslist and seek that fetish for him? Like, come take care of my kid and, like, we'll also Ugh. be there. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucked up. But, like, do it in that implied way. Mm-hmm. Not even that. Come dress like a babysitter is what I wanted to say. But that's, like, you're wearing a sweater. <laughs> 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 like put the clean up blocks and empty my dishwasher. Right. Well, uh, I think there's a market for that. Probably. Let's listen to Mozart. Do you think there's gonna be like uh like some creepy scene where like Tim comes up behind Cat or something? I really yes. am still of the opinion that his intentions towards her aren't precisely romantic. He's letting them get out. You know, he's he's culpable in the sense that he's not shutting this down uh-huh. when she's very obviously into her into him, and right. it's like an inappropriate sort of thing. Yeah, but I don't think he's still the one that's like the, you know, the but driving force of the thing. You could also say that like, that's not his intention. Like his, not, his intentions with her are not romantic at this moment. 
you know, but hers kind of are for him. Yeah. So what if, like, she's, like, building something up that she's never going to act on? You know like, what I, I mean? think there's a chance that because, like, he's going like to have to, like, reject her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I had to argue for his character at all, and I don't want to, because it doesn't... It doesn't make sense. Like, get a friend, or like, just don't, yeah. don't, don't do that. Like, his wife is away, and so is he supposed to be like lonely, and like the babysitter can just yeah, stay right. because I'm a dad. Like, uh, so I can't like Mystic isn't other... large, but it's large enough, you know, that you can go outside of your home to uh, <laughs> find yeah, that kind you, of thing. Are you desperate for company? Yeah. Well, where is he gonna go? Like the Peg Leg Pub? Yeah, go to the Peg Leg Pub. Worked for me a couple times. <laughs> but now I was saying, um. So, uh, yeah, her uh, intentions with him are, like, borderline romantic, and even though hers or his with hers, his with her uh, really I think isn't. his intentions are possibly borderline romantic, maybe just mm-hmm. on the other side of the border than hers. Yeah, so, like, uh, maybe she's going to, like, uh, I, I'm not going to say maybe she's going to make him tip over the edge at one point, but maybe he's going to behave very nicely until one night where he's just gonna not. I can see it going like, the opposite. And she's way. learning something about. Yeah, she's her, gonna like you know. face the harsh, re- harsh reality of yeah. like what happens if this actually happens. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be in your face, eyes closed, like you were saying. And then she'll have the opportunity <laughs> yeah. to go away to college and like better herself and stuff as kind of a way of rejecting, mm-hmm. you know, this inappropriate relationship that she like. I'm hoping got that by the end of this conversation that they're having right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I want Daisy to keep telling her off, and I'm hoping that by the end, it kind of has started the gears spinning in her head, like, this is, like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm not like, only here is that, one like, person super that I'm rude hurting to my sister, mm-hmm. but also it's kind of weird that I'm hanging out with this guy. Yeah. And then I hope she starts to, like, kind of be feeling like that about it, and then I could see this, um... Daisy's well-positioned to again? lecture her about it. Fran Flunter? Fran Flunter, Tim McGraw? Yep. Who is this guy? Tim Travers. Tim Travers. Fran, okay. A.K.A. Fran Flunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I, did, I mean, it was an alliteration. <laughs> um, yeah. Then he could do something stupid, and she's, like, already seen the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh... Like um, Kat, yeah, that would be a nice. Kat that would be a nice of, uh, little. That would be a nice capper to the end of this like tangent of the movie, kind of. Nice cap. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Cat is kind of having like uh, this machine, like you know, gearing up in her head, you know, and now the machine has kind of taken its first victim, you know, which is Daisy. Mm. Like she's hurt Daisy because of this thing that she's doing, and uh, I think it's gonna go probably down the line. Like she's gonna hurt JoJo somehow or something. Or she's gonna hurt Daisy. She's gonna again. keep hurting. Well, I think she's going to keep hurting Daisy. Daisy has become kind of. We're pretty victim. late in the movie. Like this is a major hurt. Yeah, this is a major hurt. But I wouldn't say you know. I've, and it's a sisterly hurt. You know, they're in a slightly different uh, relationship. Oh, you could almost inadvertently hurt. do this to somebody at work, oh. and you know, not have this big emotional conversation about it. Like, oh, I forgot to show up. Sorry, man. Like, it can uh, be a lot okay. angrier of a conversation. Yeah, it's very yeah. much a sister and a less fight emotional happening. One. It's yeah. very much a sister a fight, but friend. if it keeps happening, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be like, okay, you did this to me once, now you're doing it to me again. You know, when she calls her a bitch, it's almost like she's inviting the ridicule a little bit. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know, maybe on some That was bold. I level. feel like I don't know Kat after that. That was and, pretty um, bold. She has like a bite. It kind of reminds me of somebody like, do you, either of you remember the first time you ever like deliberately cursed? No. Mm. I remember mine. Maybe this is not an ordinary thing for people to remember, but like I was in like when I was in elementary school, I used to get into a lot of fights like that mm-hmm. I lose. 
but I was definitely picking these fights. Um, so, you know, I was spending a lot of time in the nurse's office with, like, bloody noses. And, <laughs> um, and so... Masochistic. Uh, because I, I was just, like, a really angry little kid. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> off-topic, baby. But, uh, but I remember I was in the, um, the waiting room of the nurse's office, and the kid that I had gotten into a fight was also in there, and I was, like, just seething at him, and I was like, I really need to say something that's going to express how angry I am with him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, like cobbled together some curse words I knew and I came up with, I remember the exact line it was, go to fucking hell (laughs) (laughs) not just hell fucking hell, fucking hell it's the worst kind of hell, the one where they're all fucking I think I say fucking hell a lot, usually it's like fucking hell, well imagine it coming out of like a, you know, an 8 year old and it's like, you know, probably a little (laughs) I remember the first time that I got in trouble for cursing, I think I was like I was around there, I was maybe like 6 or Mm 7 but um I was playing video games with my brother, and I called him a bastard, like, real loud. <laughs> and my dad comes in, and he was like, what did you just say? I was like, uh, I called him a, uh, called him a bastard. And uh, he was like, where did you hear that word? And I was like, I learned it from watching The Terminator, which <laughs> I watched with my dad, like, nice. earlier that Ooh. week. Some, like, so, parental jujitsu there. You- yeah, yes. yeah, I just, uh, I pulled that out of, like, nowhere, and it was it was. Did it great. work? Did you get away? Yeah, he stood up, there was, like, a tear in his eye. He was like, I... I learned it from you. I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> I think I told that story at my dad's wedding because I was his best man. Oh, yeah, I remember you ran... I remember having heard that before. Did you guys ever get your your tongue washed with soap? No. swearing? Is that an actual No, thing? that's never happened to me. I was uh, having this conversation the other day. I soap in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Really? It sounds my like My mom a did something thing. with like a washcloth and soap once and I had to suck on this soapy washcloth. Ew. But you know what? We were getting in trouble for saying the word hate. We had to say strongly dislike. Mm-hmm. When really? when slang like started to when people started to say suck. Uh-huh. We couldn't say suck. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, we would get in a lot of trouble. So I bet yeah, I the whole soap thing wasn't even an actual curse word. I think suck was kind of... Yeah, I think I would have... I probably knew well enough to not say suck around my parents at least. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. We were getting so much trouble. We would have to say that stinks. Well, I think parents thought of it at the time it. as being, like, sexual in nature, which totally. really isn't... But no, that's probably how it started. Yeah. It was just like, uh, there was that on top of it was just slang that, like, they didn't want us using. Dirty you know. slang. Yeah, like, it was just dirty like street slang. Street people. Yeah, it was, it was street talk. They, they don't want your <laughs> that talking like sucks. The street talk. Yeah, it was pretty, like, early 90s street talk, but uh, street talk nonetheless. These pogs suck. Yeah, these Buff. pogs suck. <laughs> what was another, like, uh, buzzword in, like, 92 or something? Uh, 92, huh? Well, uh, like, was John born, came up around, like, 2000, dead. right? Like, John? Was pre- John is probably the new suck. <laughs> it's just Philly uh, Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> John is the new suck. <laughs> uh, this was the Mystic Pizza Minute. Uh, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. I'm Stevie Spitz. Thanks for having me. And thanks, thanks for coming it. on. You took some awesome notes, Stevie. Yeah, oh. we should uh, upload a picture of that, possibly. Yeah. No yeah, visuals. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll post that to the Lobster Emporium pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Steve, thanks to Bungler. Good night. Good night. The Lobster Emporium?